This podcast episode is sponsored by Sprout Living. There are a lot of plant-based protein powders to choose from. So I want to tell you about one of my favorite companies called Sprout Living and their protein powders. They're delicious, nutrient dense, and they don't make you feel bloated. What makes them different is they avoid a lot of unnecessary additives that many others on the market use. This means they don't use any gums, thickeners, or natural flavorings. Instead, they only use whole foods, herbs, spices, and adaptogens, which is cool because it makes the blends multifunctional, aka it's more than just a protein powder. They have a bunch of different flavors, and they even have sample packs so you can test out several different flavors, which is really fun. This makes it really easy to find something that you'll enjoy. Check them out and use the code PLANTCENTERED for 20% off your order. Welcome to the Plant-Centered and Thriving Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Kitchens. I'm a plant-based registered dietitian and virtual nutrition mentor. I was raised on an Angus cattle farm, grew up with a lot of GI issues, and used the power of plant-based eating to promote healing. Here, you'll find inspiration, ideas, and encouragement for your own plant-based journey. I'm so thrilled you're here today. Let's get started. Welcome back to the show. My name is Ashley and I have a very special guest with me today. Her name is Rihanna and she lives in Wake Forest, North Carolina, which is not too far where I live in Durham, North Carolina. And we met on social media and she told me a little bit about her story and we decided for sure she has to come on the podcast and share it with you. She went plant-based a couple of years ago after her doctor gave her two options. She would either need to start cholesterol medication and be on that forever or she would most likely have a heart attack by the time she was 40, like her dad did. So what did she decide to do? She decided there had to be a third option. So here's my interview with Rihanna. Welcome to the show, Rihanna. Hello, thank you for having me. Thank you so much for being here. I am so excited to dive into your story, your transition to eating more plants, and just to give us more of an idea of how that came about. Cause I think a lot of listeners are wondering like, Hey, I have this desire to go plant-based or I have this Mm -hmm. desire to eat more plants or go vegan, but it's like, how how do I do it? And there's a lot of struggle there. So take us way back. I'm slightly familiar with your story, but take us way back and kind of just give us an idea of what was going on before you discovered plants. Yeah. So pretty much I grew up in a big Italian family with a lot of meat. My mom's a great cook, a lot of cheese on every pasta dish. Um, so I kind of grew up with that dynamic around food. And when I was 13, my doctor told me I was lactose intolerant. So I always sort of strayed away from milk and for the most part dairy. Um, but then as I got older and started to think for myself and do my own research, I just found all of the like awesome benefits of plant-based eating. And like, I would see influencers on Instagram talk about like clean eating and how that made them feel. And so I started to steer more into that avenue. So, and then I, it was kind of, you know, a very gradual process throughout my life to then where I am today, which is not fully vegan because I eat honey, but mainly plant-based and trying to incorporate as much plants as possible. And also, 
I feel like before going plant-based, I definitely struggled with body image issues and that yo-yo dieting and those quick fixes. But once I started to incorporate more plants and just focus on what's fueling me, what's making me feel good, I realized that like we've been saying, it's a journey and it's a process. And that then therefore we have our whole lives to incorporate more plants and see what works. And so we don't have to put all of this pressure on ourselves to lose 20 pounds by tomorrow or go completely plant-based in one night. And that does then help with the yo-yo extremist mindset because you're just in the present moment and walking along the path towards whatever brings you joy and what makes your body feel good. Yes. Yeah. Versus like following a list of rules or shoulds and should not, that is just, it, that's just not sustainable. And it's, there's no joy right. in that. That's not fun at all. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, I think that's, I think that's great. Yeah. How was that for your family? Especially growing up in an Italian family where I know oh, cheese yeah. is a big part of the yeah. culture. It's like an insult. Yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like anytime you tell especially like my mom, like an Italian. I mean, even I get offended sometimes where it's like, if you don't like their food, you don't like them. Mm, (laughs) And so we always joke about that, but that's been really hard. I actually convinced my family for like five months to be vegan with me. This was like a year ago and they did it, but then they sort of, now they're like animal-based again, but then I kind of stuck with it. But yeah, that's definitely been like a huge challenge. I just feel like when you don't have a community that's supporting you and introducing plant-based recipes and just like saying, yeah, it's okay. Like you do you that's, that can be really hard. I also live with my parents. I'm 22. So that's also really hard. And we have family dinners every Sunday. So unless I'm cooking and I secretly make them something vegan, Yeah, that that can be really challenging. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm sure it reminds me of the trend that's going around on social media. Like someone has to be the family disappointment or like someone has to basically do this. It's like (laughs) someone has to be lactose intolerant in the family, ruin the meals. Yep. Yep. I know I need to make that TikTok. Yeah. (laughs) So like health wise, cause I know there was like a few like kind of health concerns going on as well. What was even going on there before discovering plant-based eating? So both of my parents have heart issues. My dad had a heart attack when he was 47 and there was a 1% chance. The doctor said he was going to live and he lived. So thank God for that. Um, And then my mom has heart issues on the electrical side. So my dad's more like structural heart issues. He had a blockage, which caused a heart attack. And then my mom deals with electrical issues and she's actually in testing right now. Her heart's not doing too well. Mm -hmm. So that, and like, they got it from their parents. So it's obviously genetic. And for me, so I went to my doctor about two years ago, just to get some tests done. I got my cholesterol tested and my HDL. So my good cholesterol, which apparently my doctor said was supposed to be around 60, like, especially for my age, I'm 22 for the most part, other than what I'm about to say was really healthy. And my cholesterol was 30. My good cholesterol was 33. And so that's exactly how, what my dad's problem was, is that throughout his life, his HDL, his good cholesterol was always like really abnormally low. And so I got that gene apparently. Mm -hmm. So my doctor pretty much told me here were her options. She said, so you can either start, and this was two years ago. So I was 20. She said, you can either start cholesterol medicine, but you'll probably be on that the rest of your life. Or you'll probably end up having a heart attack by the time you're 40, like your dad. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Yeah. So those were her options apparently for me. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. So I'm like, 
I don't want to do either of those. So that's when I actually went to a different doctor to get a second opinion. Okay. Pretty much told me that I should start incorporating more plant-based fats into my diet. And it's so funny because the more research I do, I'm in school. So I'm studying psychology, but when we get to choose like argumentative papers and stuff, I always choose the topic around plant-based eating. And the more research I do, the more doctors tend to say, well, you know, if you really don't want to go on medicine, let's try some plant-based eating. And I think mm. it's all like a secret, like we know this works. So if you're not going to spend money on medicine, let's do some, and I know that's a hot take, but like, let's do some, some plant-based eating. And that's what my doctor, the second doctor told me, she said, let's start incorporating healthy plant-based fats, such as hemp seeds, chia seeds, flax seeds into a smoothie every day. And I, and we'll go from there and we'll check it in like a, six months to a year. And so I said, okay, like, yeah, I'll do that. But I'm thinking, you know, one smoothie plant-based smoothie a day, isn't going to reverse whatever's going on. So that's when I was like, I need to do a lifestyle change. And because of all of the research I've done and just hearing doctors' opinions for the most part, I, that's when I like went plant-based. So basically your doctor's telling you that, Hey, you have two options here. You can go on cholesterol medication or which is so horrible to say. Yeah, I know. Have a heart attack at 40, like your dad, yeah. which again. I'm like, oh, okay, good. Yeah. But you were basically like, there has got to be another way. And I think for a lot of the listeners here, it's empowering to hear you say, even at age 20, like, I'm going to look for a different healthcare provider because there has got to be another path for me. Yeah. So you found the new healthcare provider. They decide they, or they tell you that maybe eating some more plant-based fats will be good for you. And so you're like, so then how did this propel you into like kind of full on the plant-based eating world? Yeah. So pretty much for six months after that doctor told me to start incorporating more plant-based fats, I went vegan fully vegan for six months. And then I started to incorporate honey and I'll sometimes just like eating some plant or animal-based foods after that. And so when I went to the doctor again for that checkup, she, so my cholesterol went from 33, the good cholesterol to 58. So yeah. Yeah. So that was after I, I started eating plant plant-based. So that really was inspiring. I'm like, okay, this lifestyle actually works. And of course, like, I feel like every time after we hear good news, we're like, oh, I'm good. I don't have to do that anymore. So then when I started to incorporate more animal-based foods, I just didn't feel good. Like I noticed a difference, just not feeling overall healthy. Mm, Yeah. Um, And so that's when I was like, I'm going to cut this out. Okay. I'm going to cut this out. And then it was funny when I started to like if I went to a party and people were serving meat and I would be like, okay, I'll just eat it. It like made me want to throw up. Like it, like just everything around it. Like, I'm like, how did this get to my plate? Like, and then I started watching documentaries and I'm just like, the more I just do research and think for myself and really focus on how I feel the, the better I feel. And it's funny. Cause I actually mm. go to a workout locally. It's called camp gladiator. I don't know if you've heard of it. I haven't. Um, they actually are all up and down the East coast, but it's like hit high intensity and, uh-huh. it's, and you have a trainer anyways, love my trainer. But you know, I was like, I want to build muscle. And so she was like, okay, well, you need to start incorporating more animal-based foods. You need to start eating more chicken, more cottage cheese. So that I actually started to do that to like build more muscle. And I just felt terrible. So pretty much mm. like ever since the doctor, I just like kept going back and forth of like, okay, I'll try this. I'll try this. 
And now for the past six months, I've been fully plant-based and I will never go back because I've realized I've taught myself through trial and error, what works. And I just truly feel the best when I'm eating plants. Yes. And I mean, seriously, just to reiterate what you just said, like that is the most important part of this journey is like understanding what it is that you're eating and how you're feeling, because that is so empowering to first of all, make that connection and then to be able to continue down that journey of like, I know what makes me feel good. I know what doesn't make me feel good. And to just, again, continue down that path of this makes me feel good. And this is what I want to keep on doing because of that. That's what it makes it so much easier to continue down that journey because of it. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So, okay. So did your doctor have anything to say or did your dad have anything to say about your numbers? Yes. Yes. So when my cholesterol was rechecked, retested, and it was that she pretty much was like, so proud of me and was like, great job. Like, what did you do? Did you like consume plant, like the plant-based fats? And I'm like, yeah, I like totally, you know, I was plant-based this past year to six months or whatever. And she was like, well, whatever you're doing, keep doing that. Just keep doing that because you're definitely on the right track. Like because of genetics, my, I mean, it's supposed to be 60 and it's 58. So I'm not like fully there yet. And then my bad cholesterol is still like abnormally a little bit high for my age, but that's truly just genetics. So, but I know that like, if I keep going towards this path and exercising and of course taking emotionally care, which I believe is just as important of my health, that that'll be good. And my dad, yeah, my family was like so impressed and my parents, especially with heart issues. My dad always goes back and forth. I actually showed him one of your podcasts. You interviewed like a conservative man while I remember he said, my dad's very conservative. So I was like, listen to this. Oh yeah. And and my dad loved it. And it inspired him to start. He listened to a few other of your podcasts too, your episodes. And he, it inspired him to start doing meatless Monday. So now he said by in six months, he wants to be like fully vegan actually. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And so Brooke, but he listened to one of your episodes and I forget you have a lady on often. I forget her name. Yes. Katie. Yeah. Katie. Mm -hmm. Um, and she, like, whenever you guys talk, you guys like say often that perfection isn't required to be vegan Mm, and that like to pace yourself and take it slow because you have time. It doesn't have to be a quick fix and it shouldn't be a quick fix. And so my dad, that really inspired him because I feel like a lot of the vegans or plant-based people he's talked to or read books on, they're always like tomorrow, (laughs) like start tomorrow. So now he's working on becoming plant-based and I'm working on my other family. It is. It's a work in progress and yeah, someone's got to do it. So I know, (laughs) I know someone's got to be that first person to do it. And it's funny that you're mentioning your family because my parents, I challenged them to try plant-based for three months for my, I was like, just give this to me as my birthday gift this year. This was like six years ago and they did it. But a big part of the reason they did it is because of their, their cholesterol was elevated. And so if your dad's listening, they, which I'm sure he well, they, they tried it. Their cholesterol went down. They kind of like what you're saying, Rihanna, they felt better. Like that was, that was a kicker for them. And so even though they're not six years later, they're not fully plant-based now, they still for the most part are, and they feel so much better when they eat that way. And their doctor's happier because their numbers are down and they're happier because they're not on medication. So I never really focused on how much micronutrients and, uh, minerals and vitamins I was getting until I started incorporating more plants because on an animal-based diet for the most part, I was mainly consuming meat and a carb. 
And like, that is not what fuels our body. Our bodies, as you know, need so much more. And so consuming more plants has just helped me to be more aware of like, okay, what else do I need? And I love when you guys say too, on the podcast that like consuming more is better for your body. And like, instead of restricting and like counting calories, and then just eating a few Oreos and a piece of vegan pie. Yeah. <laughs> like it's still when you incorporate more plants and actually are focused on, okay, what is going to fuel me on my plate? I feel like that's so much easier to do when yep. you're primarily consuming plants. Yes. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's funny because you growing up in an Italian family and I grew up on an Angus cattle farm. And so eating steamed broccoli with my, you know, <laughs> steak and my potatoes, that was the last thing I wanted to eat. So right. yeah very similarly, like I just wanted to eat the meat in the car because that's what tasted good. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah now exactly. Our plates look so different. There's so much yes. more diverse. And also too, there's just that whole new level of being able to make that connection with what you're putting into your body and how it's making you feel. Yeah. And I feel like too, when you can like make a plant-based dish, like you were saying, like there's so many options. Like you can do tacos, you can do soup. It's a bunch of food. Whereas like when I was trying to eat healthy on an animal-based diet, it's like, here's your one piece of chicken. Here's your rice. Here's your broccoli. It's like separate items. Mm -hmm. Whereas I feel like with plant-based, you can like make more like various meals if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. And I love that. Like, like I'd rather have like a taco or even a pasta dish with a ton of stuff in it rather than just like Yep. Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I definitely hear you. I know I prepped a like a peanut kale like stew this this Mm. week, and I love exactly what you're talking about, like those one pot meals where you can pack in so much diversity into one bowl, and it's so delicious as well. Yeah, I'm actually making tonight a warming. It's called a warming lentil sweet potato creamy soup with like coconut cream and stuff. I'm super excited. Oh, that sounds really good. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that sounds yummy. You're officially like fully six months in, right? But you've been on and off kind of for a couple of years now. Correct. Yeah. So what kind of advice, especially to those who are listening, who kind of resonate with your story, maybe their doctor is pushing medication or they're already on some form of statin or their doctor is also threatening them with a heart attack. I think it's horrible. (laughs) Yeah, it is. What kind of advice would you give to someone who's maybe considering trying more plans or something that they can do to, again, just kind of add things in what was helpful for you? Definitely. And this is kind of obvious, but thinking for yourself, and taking everything, even people who identify as doctors, taking everything people say with a grain of salt, because we're all imperfect people and we all don't have the perfect amount of knowledge that is going to work for each individual. And so, and like piece of advice is just not to care what people think. Like mm. if you, that is definitely, I mean, even today, like love my family, love my close friends, but people who aren't plant-based, you know, there's 6%. I just did this research. There's 6% of people in America who identify as vegan. So there's going to be what, if I can do math, 94% of people who can't even relate to you. And I feel like sometimes it's a lot of the time, it's not even that people have bad intentions and are judging you. Some people just can't relate. And so it's harder for them to understand where you're coming from and why that works for you. So yeah, for the listener, I would definitely say focus on you and develop that awareness of what makes you feel good and take everything that people say with a grain of salt and just like 
brush, brush the bad comments off your feet because it's your life. It's your body. And in the long run, Mm. the numbers and how you feel will prove your point. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. And you're right. When you're doing something kind of like what you're doing, when you're doing something that makes you feel good and you're excited about, and you're passionate about, like people see that and yes, they might come at you with some judgment or they might come at you with like genuine curiosity, but either way you're doing you. And that's, what's most important. And kind of like the doctor example in the beginning, when you were in your twenties or when you were 20, you advocated for yourself and then you had to go kind of above and beyond find a new healthcare provider and do research into plant-based eating to see how that would align with, you know, your lifestyle. And I think that was a a really good point that you'd brought up earlier is just advocating for yourself, doing the research and then making that connection with what you're putting into your body and how you're feeling. And like you said, you started putting, you know, animal products back in, you're like, "Mm, I don't know about this. This is not very good. Right. Right. And like, as you progress into your plant-based journey, there are going to be be people like you just said, like my doctor first said, we'll do this. Then I tried it and I saw what worked for me. Then my trainer said, do this. I tried it and I saw what worked for me. So, and I feel like when you center your diet around plants and you just, like I said, develop that awareness of what makes you feel good, that's all that matters. And it's going to speak for itself. Yeah. Yep. It will definitely speak for itself. Oh, I love that so much. And I feel like that resonates so much with what what we talk about on the podcast with, and just trying to go down this journey and this path, like basically forge this path that is going to be best for you um, when it comes to based eating. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like for your episodes, that's what, that's what has inspired me. And it proves almost in a way that there's something behind what you're saying. Like there's some truth. That's how it, that's what it seems like for me, because you're not saying, oh, just do this. Like, let's use a fear tactic. Let's do this quick fix. You're like, well, you know, just incorporating a little bit of plants even will make you you healthier. And so Mm -hmm. that's what I think causes people to be like, oh, this is actually real because, because of that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. It's real. And it's actually attainable because I feel like when you use the fear or like, you have to do it this way, then it's just like, well, I'm not you, or that's not going to work for me. And so then people just throw up their hands and like, well, I'm not going to try it. So yes, yeah. Your messaging, my messaging. I agree. It's just making this lifestyle attainable. And also too, kind of walking the walk in a way because yeah. it can be contagious. You know, family members are, are paying attention. We all eat. So everyone's going to have some form of opinion, but again, yeah, yeah. you're doing you, which is really cool. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So wrapping up, definitely Rihanna, if there's anything else that you want to leave the audience with, you're more than welcome to do that. And also too, if people want to connect with you or follow your journey on social media, where can they do that? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Again, just like reiterating, just don't care what people think you do, you do whatever is best for you. And people are going to judge you and that's just life. That's the way it is. So you just got to focus on you and how you're going to make yourself happy and fuel your body. Um, but yeah, so you can find me, you can follow me on YouTube at the Christian vegan and pretty much all of my platforms are the Christian vegan. So my Instagram, you can also find me at the Christian vegan, but vegan is two ends at the end. The Christian vegan was already taken. That's not oh. me. Um, <laughs> um, and then TikTok also is the Christian vegan with two ends. Awesome. Yeah. Perfect. And yeah. those links will all be in the show notes. So if you want to connect with Rihanna, definitely go down and click one of those links and yeah. say hi and tell her where you came from. I would love it. Yeah. Awesome. Rihanna, thank you so much for sharing your story and just being open and honest and coming onto the podcast. So we really appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. 
Thank you so much for listening to the Plant-Centered and Thriving Podcast today. If you found this episode inspiring, please share it with a friend or post it on social media and tag me so I can personally say thank you. Until next time, keep thriving.